right. As I, as I live and breathe. <laughs> as I live and breathe, David. Amen. There Ready? We go. Yeah. And the grand. Go ahead and start us off. Welcome. And it goes like this. Welcome it goes to our talk. It goes a little something like that. Yes. It's it's not different. Just our conversations are different. That's all. Okay. And it goes like this. Yeah. Welcome to <laughs> our talk. <laughs> okay, that's enough now. Yeah. With G and D. Yep. I'm D. And tonight, I'm with my very good friend, confidant, yep. artist. Hi, Gregory. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, it's absolutely. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> Seriously, like, summer's upon us. Fall is coming. The Olympics are on. I have not watched any Olympics yet. That is horrible. Yeah. They're just Un-American. so exciting. Bolt? You seen what? Bolt? What? Still no, I, I fastest I, man on Earth. Yeah, I guess I gotta check it out. Let's talk about something else that I know about. <laughs> Good times. Well, how are you doing? What, what What are you doing with your little self? I just got back from the uh, wood fire kiln today down in Pacifica. We're loading it up. We're gonna be firing it <laughs> Thursday through Sunday. So that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> I didn't come here to be abused, David. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a very important person. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, important people, yeah, I'd like to say that uh, I'm sorry about the, the passing of your, a, a very great man and a, a father figure to me also, and that's uh, Donald. I, I told you I didn't want to talk about that. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sorry. So yeah, so my so my father has passed. He was he was 86, and your father passed a few years ago. So David and I are now orphans. We are orphans, and we Truly. are yes. Both mothers we, are gone, and we are we're available for adoption. <laughs> we come as a set. We come as a set. We'll probably have we'll probably have a big campaign about about adopting Greg and David. We are so alone in this world. We it's gonna to be a lot like stepbrothers. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Wait a minute, I'm not dead. <laughs> Putting dirt on me in a hole. <laughs> oh, he was a good man. He's just an incredibly accomplished man. I, I, that was amazing. Like to hear. I, I always knew growing up, like. He was always in his basement inventing things. And you were like always like, no, don't touch that. Don't touch that. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Major contribution was um, the the animation. Oh, polarized animation and lithovision. Yeah, tell, tell us a little yeah. bit about that. So we'll, we'll definitely leave some links for people to check out. But um, basically polarized animation was something he sort of came across. He, w he was a jet pilot during the Korean War and the inside of the cockpits are polarized, which just means it has this film over it and the film has these microscopic lines that are linear lines and, and they all line up in one direction. So if you have another 
piece of polarized paper or lens and you turn it 90 degrees and you look through it, that'll stop all the light from seeing all the way through. Right. And so if you take that same lens and start turning it in different increments, like 5 degrees, 10 degrees, 15 degrees, then you get shades of how much it light penetrates through. So what he did was he chopped up, he sliced the um, polarized paper into different patterns, into different um, patterns where it's at different directions, and backlit it with a spinning polarized lens, a polarized disc, and it basically would light up an image, and if you had like a waterfall, it would make it look like the waterfall is flowing. It was used in... When he made it, it was used in, like, newscast to, to animate stuff. That was before green screen. This is all, like, in the 60s. Right, And right. you can still see it today in certain bars and stuff. You'll see, like, a uh, like a cigarette ad or something, and the cigarette is probably flashing a little bit. And I think the waterfall was always a big one for cigarettes and bar scenes. Okay. Um, yeah, that type of stuff that he did ended up going... Um, into different directions. One was Lithovision, which was sort of the one of the first products that eventually turned into <clears throat> using <clears throat> uh, lenticular lenses to make animation uh, possible. And just you know, you'll see them nowadays in like movie pictures where where you walk by it and the image sort of moves, something happens, or you get them in your Cracker Jacks boxes or things like that. Yeah, yeah. But all that is initially called the Lithovision. And it's cool now with the whole Google patent thing is you can go and look up um, when I made a like a slideshow for for the memorial. Right. I was able to take a whole bunch of pages that he and other artists in his studio hand drew, hand drew to apply for patents and get patents. And now you can see the patents. Wow. Yeah, I found about... 10 or 15 a little less than 15 of his patents so far he has the original number I think is is 28 well here cheers to a good man mm -hmm. cheers and thank you Well, speaking of patents, what about you taking drawings that, that I do, or would have done, and then putting them up yeah. on your Instagram? <laughs> it's a joint concept. I don't care. I don't... Are we talking about Artless? Yeah. Artless. You should describe... Yes. You should tell them what Artless means. Yes. Her definition of Artless. Um, this is our movement that we are undergoing... And it's a war that we're winning. I would it's say. a war? Okay, I like it. Artist statement. Art is viewed and judged by its beauty. However, we create with the deliberate lackluster quality. The artless movement concentrates on the primal state of creating. It is gestured, then reaction. One mind competing in a multiplayer game. The sophistication of what good art is or is not does not lean on the outcome of what is being produced. 
The art is simply being created. It is an interpretation of thought. Artless. That's apparently a war, he said. That's a war. Yeah, yes. Yes, it's an art war. <laughs> With brushes and paint flings and hurled onto surfaces and human being you and I, Victor. Excellent. Because there's something to be seen after that, yes. Oh, that's my special, that's my special surprise, David. <laughs> What's that? Answer it. For real? Is it Weird Al? We have Craig Bromley on the line, our uh, number one and only listener. <laughs> what a delight. How's it going, everybody? Wow. Thanks, Craig, for joining us. No problem. I haven't listened to you guys in a while. Mm. Oh. To be honest. Well, see, I thought you guys went on a hiatus. Did we disconnect, Dave? No. I, I was lurking around on the interwebs looking for new content, and I was having trouble finding it. And, and I thought you guys went on a hiatus or something. You guys were busy or on other projects. That's all. Um, no, 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 no. Craig, you know that we do it very promptly either every month or every three months or sometimes every two and a half. Uh, hi. This is, this is David. Uh, just to confirm that, yes, this has taken three weeks to edit uh, this episode. So, yeah, just to confirm that with Gregory. Thank you. You can set your clock to it. I didn't mean to sound rash. <laughs> Craig, what's going on with you, man? I heard that you have uh, you have a little more free time on your hands. Well, I, I had free time on my hands. Not so much anymore, but I did. I, I quit my job after. Really? I was there for 11 years at Apple. Wow. And, um, That's crazy. In their Marcom division, like marketing and communication as an art director. And, yeah, it was just my, my time was up. I was done. I threw in the towel wow. straight up. Just I, I knew I knew when to say wow. when. <laughs> what the load was too big or I had just different directions. Well, no, it, it, yeah, it was it was really interesting to to. I think like the last year or two, I really kind of reflected back on my like ten years there when I got my ten year award, and then it grew for in ten years it grew from a hundred people to um, fifteen hundred. Oh wow! Just that division, you, you know, alone. I mean, it was really intense, and I, I, I'm really happy with what I learned there. That's the that's the most important thing, and the people I met um, all over the world. That's gonna be that's gonna be pretty nice on the resume, though. Whenever you're looking for you know jobs or freelance or whatever, having that many years at Apple, that's gonna be pretty good. Change is good, though, Brahms. Yeah. I took like 40 days off, 45 days, just did nothing. I just took a yeah. break. Yeah. Hey, Craig. Listen, Gregory has a bone to pick with you. What's going on? And I, oh. yeah, I, yeah, and I, I think I'll help pick that bone because there was there was a time period that you guys had a wonderful man weekend together, and you guys produced some work and music, and it's it's not to be found. I would love to hear some of this. Well, I never deliver. Basically, no. I what I did, David, was I was talking about. The fact that I couldn't get a hold of Craig, but that's because he left his job and he didn't take he didn't get to keep his phone. So you lost your phone. Well, see, oh, see, this is this was another big thing though. 
this is the problem. Why I right now I'm the holder of a lot of this music and everything because I did take I took a deep hiatus of of all online travels. It just really cut myself off for for that forty days. And I think that's um, great. That's a great a little thing. purging. Yeah. It was. I don't remember what we did. I know you had some. You had some like melodicas and stuff. We were playing around with that. Uh, we did a. You had a pretty little, pretty sweet little setup there. In Sonoma. That was a nice. Co- yeah. That was a nice little cottage. Yeah, that, that was, was sweet. A, that was. It was. A, it was a proper cottage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. it really was. It was cool. <laughs> it was just your basic cottage, uh, but there was a little corner of like set up with a little table for painting, and then another little corner with like music, like melodicas. <laughs> yeah, he had one. He In had a cottage. One, a whole room that was just set up as an art room, and then he had a separate room that was just you know where he slept and stuff. Wow. It was a little bit weird though, because Craig looked at me one time with these sort of longing eyes, and he said. And a really creep low voice, like, really creepy low voice. He's, it's like, are you into feet stuff? I'm like, Craig, I don't know what feet stuff is. And then he sort of stared at me for like five minutes straight, and then he's just like, never mind. kind of series are you guys are watching interesting i saw today that david lynch is working on twin peaks really yeah they've been working on it for a while yeah but i've heard i've heard weird stories like he started working on it then he left he did leave now he's back on on set or, or right yeah as of a, a while ago i mean they're, they're in post-production stuff so like it's i think a lot of stuff has already been filmed so is it season three i'm not sure how they're gonna do it i'm not sure if it's continuation or if it's like a new story in that same it is all taking place in that same area it and, is Twin Peaks yeah yeah and and it is uh, I think they're going to be using there's going to be a lot of new people that are I know when I looked it up there's a lot of new people playing I don't know if they're going to have any of the old characters or the old people playing the characters I have no idea and I kind of don't want to know I kind of want to just wait going. Until yeah it's Twin out. Peaks um, Showtime in 2017. Yeah. I gotta say, that old soundtrack, who, who's, uh, Ange- who, who, who did that soundtrack? Uh, Angelo, ba- uh, last name starts with a B, but that might, it might be my favorite soundtrack. A bust the rhymes. <laughs> a bust the rhymes. I love how I claim it to be my all-time favorite. I, I don't know who the composer is. That 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 soundtrack made me go out and buy a synthesizer back in the '90s. That's pretty cool. Hey, what do you think about Weird Al Yankovic? Do you like him? Oh man, Weird Al! Oh my I, I could tell you a funny story about Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> it was probably circa 1997. I was with Andy Casagrande, and we were in the South Side of Pittsburgh, coming out of a th- some store, like a secondhand store, maybe. I ran into Weird Al Yankovic. Like really bumped, what? like bumped into him, like we chest bumped. <laughs> I didn't realize who he was until like a minute later, and Andy told me, like, "Hey, you just, you just knock, you just hit Weird Al." <laughs> You're making this up. <laughs> You're making this up. No, no, no. I bet you, if you can find Andy somewhere in the world, I don't know He's where in Africa, he is right now. Filming sharks. He's in but South Africa right now. If you called him, 
Did Craig run into Weird Al back in like 97 on the south side? He'll say, yep. Instead of doing like big art pieces, I haven't been doing shit. Like 2016, it was like, I don't know, I didn't want to do anything really big at all. And no desire. I started doodling all these like kind of memory sketches of like old rooms from like the early 80s and. Like old rooms you lived in? Yeah, lived in or hung out a lot. Like That's awesome. I don't know how accurate they are, but you know, you, you guys must have like those vivid memories, like those nostalgic kind of. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, I, yeah. think, I think that all started, I was like, I have a big black hole of like, before the digital age of photography of like analog prints in my family tree, just like a decade, that I don't really have any photos. And I'm not like pissed about it. I, don't, I just don't think we straight up didn't take any photos, you know? So I was like, huh, yeah. I just want to just maybe just doodle and like, not like masterpiece drawings, just kind of like repertoire of like line, quick line drawings, you know? Right. Of all these old rooms, and it's really fun to to kind of kind of dig in back in your old dusty brain. Absolutely, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, so it's a nice concept that you're doing with uh, sketching out, because it's like if we were to visit our homes that we grew up in, they'd be so much smaller now. You know, and like going back to our schools or something, going back to a location, it'd be so much smaller now. Yeah, like I lived in a couple different houses growing up and. I th- uh, yeah, just locking in the memories, um, and while trying out these different like experiments, um, thinking about you know how can I apply these to like a series or something, you know maybe down the road, and it feels really good not to give, not to have any deadlines, any fucking deadlines, or like because you know like as creatives, you guys know how it is. It's like you're always putting yourself through like oh I want to get this song done tonight or this melody out of my head or I want to get this yep and that that used to drive me like and it it's great because you generate a lot of shit but at one point I was just like man I'm just sick of like letting that like be the driving force so lately it's like yeah when I'm doing art like I don't go big I'm I'm sticking to sketchbooks and just having fun well David and I David and I discussed this actually recently talking about um uh, and David, you you can comment on it too. But we were talking about how, like, if we have an idea for something, if we don't get it done like right away, then the chances of it getting done later on yeah, and, just uh, keep going lower and lower until it's just not like going to happen. Yeah, and yeah. that yeah, that's that's one of the concepts is like, I don't sketch it out if I don't play it out if I don't draw it. I'm moving on. I'm moving on to the next project. So it's like these these. And as Brahmi, as you were talking about taking these snippets of of your childhood, that I, I really do consider, like my artwork, a snippet of my life, and like that little 
drawing, that painting, that song. It's uh, what was going on at that moment and moving on to the next piece. I think it's also like sometimes to like kind of take a step back and and kind of simplify it. Absolutely, yeah. Because he can, it, it's like, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but sometimes I get frustrated because it, I really want to do music, but I really want to do that painting too, like all this stuff. And it, there's just not enough time. Yeah, simplifying's a major key. Gregory knows another series that I had uh, still working on, but it's called Impact Lines. And I've mastered. Oh, Impact Lines is awesome. The chaos of lines. For work, I have to, um, I spend a lot of time on a bus and I'll have a sketch pad. And I'll basically let the rocking and the movement of this bus ride dictate my drawing. So it's just like a massive amount of these crazy lines. And then I usually have a cup of coffee with me. So I've been using that as my watercolor base. So I'll use ink, draw these lines and these morphic kind of shapes, and then run coffee over top of it. And the way it bleeds and goes into the paper and pools in certain ways and as the bus is still moving the vehicle is still moving it kind of jostles the inks around and it's it's letting chance create the art so it's a really it was really simplifying things but it moved me into a different direction of creating so i think that's actually a pretty good lesson is the the idea of the stuff that you're creating while you're creating it you're actually learning new stuff and i think that's the ideal thing for when you're making art or music is the fact that you're creating it and then you're also learning from that well gregory i think uh we've we've come to that point in yeah. the evening did you david i want to know if you did you did you enjoy my special I guest loved our special guest and uh, I, he didn't even let me know. Brian. I thought it was, it made the most sense since we have one listener and it's Craig. Why not just have exactly. him on board? Hey guys, I just remember, I remembered something too. Yes. Um, the last time I was on, you guys hired me on full time. Craig, so, be honest. Is that the reason why you left your job? Was you were thinking like, I'm leaving Apple. I'm going to go, I'm going to make, go make the big money on uh, art and detox. Yeah. My pursuit is complete. Mission accomplished. Absolutely wonderful. Thanks, Bromley, for joining us. Yeah. It's always a, a, a treat. And, uh, oh, it's my pleasure. I would love to chat with you guys yeah. more. Let's, let's do this more often. Guys. Excellent. Thank you. You're a good man. And uh, maybe Gregory and you can get to a cottage sometime and talk feet. Till next time. All right. Bye, G-Money. I'll see you at the, uh, I'll see you at the buffet then.
So everyone out there and that listens to this. The three of us. It's just you, Craig. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> All right, then I'm not going to say it. Never mind. Never mind. I didn't talk... I wasn't talking about feet in my cottage. I don't even drink. Who on earth talks about feet in a cottage? You sick. You sick, sick. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way better than that. I mean, I've done some stupid shit, but I don't talk about feet in a cottage. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh.